This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Who doesn't want a heartwarming story right now? When it comes to paying it forward, customers at a McDonald's restaurant have joined together to take a giant leap onward. 23 customers in the restaurant's drive through lane took turns Thursday paying for the person next in the line behind them. Yuck. A new record number at the Union Grove restaurant. It was kind of unreal, Charlene Winnick said. <laughs> she works the drive through lane. They're easily impressed. Stop making fun of Charlene. Charlene, Charlene. Uh, the spontaneous gesture of goodwill towards strangers impressed the McDonald's crew so much. Send it to the Hurricane Ian victim fund. Charlene posted about it on Facebook. <laughs> congratulating Union Grove for the community's generosity. <laughs> Why are you such a dick? Look at oh, us. Good for you. Look at us. We bought a coffee for somebody. I'm super special. You're an idiot. It also turned an average day at work into a memorable and heartwarming experience. Oh, my God. You are yucking people's yum. You you have a giant hole in your heart you can never fill. If all it takes is coffee. I can't believe. Let's have coffee. You're going to make fun of Charlene. Look at how nice Charlene looks. That looks like Sly. Very unattractive woman. What'd I say? What'd I say? You're a bully. <laughs> Restaurant manager Tyler Gafke said he was amazed to see so many people reach into their pockets and play with their balls. <laughs> <laughs> and connect with total strangers through mutual benevolence. Wow. There ain't no way all, Tyler said benevolence, all, all right? All, yeah, yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, they're very impressed with themselves, all 23 people. Stop. It's Union Grove. There's like, a whole lot of action like, at the Biggie D's, right? Like the worst pay it forward effort ever, <laughs> and you're and they're making it sound like they, you know, discovered an alien. They are not twenty three. How this, slow is it in Union? Wherever Union Grove, there's five thousand people in the town. Oh, Union Grove. What's the racetrack in Union Grove? I don't know. I've been to the racetrack. No, that's Kakana. Racine County. Yeah, I'm thinking of Kakana. I think. Kakana. Okay, anyway, uh, back to this heartwarming story that we're just crapping all over. Sometimes you have good days and bad days, Tylee said, but that was a great day. Wow. The concept of paid forward, popularized by a 2000 movie with that name, involves random acts of kindness towards others, typically by buying their coffee, meal, or groceries. It is often done anonymously, so a recipient never knows who the secret donor Ooh. was. Ooh. Um, I think... Oh, good for you. At the Union Grove McDonald's restaurant, which serves about 900 customers a day, employees usually see someone pay it forward in the drive through lane about once a day. Um, a recipient has the option of grabbing their free lunch and leaving, which is what danger does. But frequently, when someone discovers that their meal has been paid for, they continue the spirit of giving anonymously by paying for the person in line behind them and so on. You, you never hear about stories of how the orders get confused and screwed up and then you get the wrong item. Charlene had a great day at work. Stop it. The previous record high streak at the restaurant was 15 people in a row, so they beat it by eight. I'd like to slap her in the face. Why don't you drive down to Union Grove and you start a whole scene at the McDonald's and you get back to me? It's raining and I'm tired. Okay. 
Um, Bob Wright of Burlington was number eight in the sequence on Thursday. Old lonely Bob. <laughs> when Charlene told him that his Big Mac meal had been paid for, Wright smiled and took care of the next customer. Even though it ended up costing him a few dollars more than his own lunch would have cost, he said it felt good to help someone out. Bob's officially on my snit list, too, now. It seemed like the right thing to do. He said, someone buys you lunch, why not? Charlene said she is always careful not to pressure people into continuing a pay-it-forward streak. She realizes that money is tight. Unlike your mom. And that even just a few dollars can make a big diff for some families. I'm on a very tight budget. I never spend outside my budget. I'm thrifty. When Charlene watched one customer after another pay it forward until 23A participated, she was speechless, which sucks because she works the drive-thru, so she kind of has to talk, you know what I'm saying? Several of them paid more than what their own meal would have cost, but whether the next customer was getting a simple cup of coffee or a lunch for a carload of chitlins... Everyone just continued giving and giving. It was beautiful. See, the the beauty of McDonald's is you can do a, a, you pay it forward and go, you got on the dollar menu. I'd like to buy that uh, dude behind me some off the dollar menu. Like, here's. (laughs) Then that guy pulls up and he's like, well, that mother. (laughs) I'm going to buy everyone in Union Grove a McRib. Uh, the process sometimes slows things down for the restaurant drive through lane as employees take a moment to explain to each customer what is happening. No one seems to mind a minor inconvenience because danger isn't in line. I got to be honest with you, and I know, uh, and I know what you guys are doing out there. I'm on to your, your your little scam. You're trying to write yourself with the good Lord Jesus Christ. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to score the universe. You're trying right. you're to trying to make up for that questionable porn you were watching the other day. Thank you, BigFakeTits.com. <laughs> Thank you, because I was looking at it on the toilet. This no, seriously, check it out. It's incredible. No, I know what you're doing. You're trying to square square it. And I, I honestly, I would rather take that $5 and hand it to the guy with a sign that says homeless vet on the corner of Odana and Gammon Road, standing there with a sign in the rain. Seriously. Well, you can do both. Autumn Russell, a shift manager of the restaurant, said she's worked at other McDonald's locations in the past. She's never seen so many people paid forward. She said uh, uh, she will not complain about the line moving a little more slowly. People want to help each other out, and it's wonderful. Despite what that asshole Johnny Danger says about paying it forward. I'm the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, but, uh, you know, I guess if you're, I like Starbucks, you know, you can afford it. Because people in line can afford to give each other $11 lattes. Yeah, well, if you're doing that, you better be tipping your barista, all right? Well, I'm the pay-it-forward Nazi murder hornet, and I, I will kill it, and I will ruin your life. And uh, whatever. You want to fight and w- tr- wave me down, I'll get out of the car, and I'll freaking fight you. Awesome. Awesome. I hope it happens one day. And you're not at work, and I have to report the story. It's going to be incredible. <laughs> and I will... Uh, like, remember when Johnny pushed the old lady down at Fleet Farm because of the parking spot? This, oh, yeah. That- yeah. <laughs> she, was, uh, uh, she was right, of course. I was not supposed to park my motorcycle in between the, the striped, the diagonal yeah. uh, stripe line. Yeah. Yep. I, my car door won't open because of your motorcycle. Don't you know the rules? <laughs> Like, Jesus, let him just going in for cat food. Ten minutes. Calm down. Uh-huh. Hi, how's it going? Dean. Yes? 
Oh, my God. I think a CPAP uh, just choked him out. Hi, how's it going? Hey, Danger. You were right about the drag strip. It's Great Lakes Dragway. Oh, Great Lakes. That's, a, that's, the, that's the good one right there. Yeah, or people just call it the Grove. Yeah, the Grove. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have a good day, man. Thanks, buddy. That was track talk. Hi, how's it going? Be like a scene off the of Matrix if I pay it forward and then you come around and have to eat it and then I buy it and then you turn around and eat it and around and around and around. That's Nate. He's on drugs. Hi, how's it going? Hey, you know, with all the doom and gloom going on in the world and the divisiveness <laughs> and everything, maybe somebody just wants to put a smile on somebody's face. Right. It's not a scam for everybody. What? Uh, I mean, you know, you know uh, it won't even... I might not do it myself, but maybe somebody had a bad day, and now they're going to be like, okay, I just put a smile on that person's face, and that makes me feel a little bit better. Right. Um, I might do it if I saw, like, a hot chick... In a, of course. In an Alfa Romeo about three cars oh, back. Oh, no. you know? so your tune has changed depending on what the person looks like. <laughs> I know I was missing from the show the last week and a half now that you're back. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Thanks, bye. Yep, he's on to me. I don't know, man. That's just, uh, I, I, I tip your barista. Or, uh, McDonald's doesn't have a tip jar. I don't know. I, I don't know. But with nobody... It's fine. People can buy other people lunch. <laughs> and by the way, if you do it, why does it? Why does this keep making the news? By the way, why, it, it, you know these things happen. But whatever, enough. But it's like, why are? Or why do we still talk about it? Because some people find those stories to be mood enlightening and well, lifting. Why, why don't and more it, with everything crappy that you read? The news people like to throw us a bone every now and why then. Don't a water more... skiing squirrel, a pay it forward story. Ah, the water skiing yeah, squirrel. Fluff piece, dude. Uh, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Keep going, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system? Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Um, all right, so sometimes... I know we, like, you see garbage people in your life, and to make ourselves feel better, we're like, oh, karma will get that whore, right? <laughs> but sometimes karma takes a while, and it's kind of like like decades sometimes, right? But then, every now and then, we get the sweet, sweet taste of instant karma, and it just feels so good. It was a great John Lennon record, but you weren't born yet. Thank you. A pharmacy in Texas took to Facebook this week to respond to an incident in which a teen reportedly stole and ate a Lil Nitro. It's described as the world's hottest gummy bear. (laughs) And the teen almost immediately suffered the consequences. The operators of Sunflower Pharmacy in downtown Odessa said they're hoping the teen has learned his damn lesson. In the Facebook post, the operators of Sunflower Pharmacy said the teen and his friend... Visited the store on Monday, October 3rd, and they quickly left. 
A short while later, the suspect reportedly ran back into the store, sweating, and grabbed an iced tea. He then threw himself to the floor, at which point employees asked if they should call an ambulance. Please don't, he said. I'm okay. I just ate something really spicy. (sighs) When asked if employees should try calling the boy's parents, he's like, no. But he asked for a trash can because he was going to (laughs) puke. A very sweet girl. That's a quote. Then came inside the store. The pharmacy's employees thought it might be his sister, and she removed the boy from the store. She also offered to pay for the tea, according to the Facebook post. Once outside, employees said they watched as the teen heaved all over the sidewalk. Writhing in pain. Then the girl returned to the store, purchased a Powerade for the teen, and tried to explain that the boy had just eaten some spicy on an empty stomach. After the teens left, employees noticed that a little nitro gummy candy was missing from the shelf. Oh. The super spicy snack made by Flamethrower Candy is said to be 900 times hotter than a jalapeno. Damn. Nine mil on the Scoville scale. Box also warns against keeping the gummy within reach of kids and pets and advises that those with heart or respiratory conditions avoid eating the damn thing. Uh, let me put that on another uh, level comparatively. That's like a chemical weapon. Uh, mm. Holy hot damn, dude. You know what? Somebody's going to buy one of those. And uh, mix that in with regular gummies to an unsuspecting. Oh, that is cruel. Yeah. And kill somebody. We're going to freaking kill somebody with that thing. What do you make a uh, vodka gummy bear with that? Oh, yeah, man. Love the vodka gummy bears. We make those for uh, tailgaters. We uh, chew them on the way to the tailgater. You don't have a problem. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, We put most of our inventory out yesterday. I remember thinking that these bears might be a problem. I'm not allowed to tell my wife I don't want to be fed vodka lace gummy bears. That's why I'm sitting here blinking at you for help. I don't see a thing. Uh. I remember thinking that these bears might be a problem. Anyway, there were five, and now there are four. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, dude, it is definitely. Straight, man. Wow. That's uh, like uh, stronger. Than, I, I, getting pepper sprayed would feel better. Uh, pretty much anything would feel better. His butthole going to be hurt. Nine. Operators nine. of Sunflower Pharmacy said they won't be pressing charges against the thief, addressing him directly in their Facebook post. I hope you are feeling better, but not so much that you didn't learn something. Oh, dude. Dumb kid. Yeah. Good for you. Nine million. What is the hottest Scoville? The hottest, hottest ever. 32 trillion. <laughs> it melts your skin. The Dragon's Breath Chili. How hot? 2.48 million on the Scoville scale. <laughs> what do they use that for? Um, The Carolina Reaper is at 2.2. What does this one say it is? Did it say 9 million? Can people eat that? 2 million. Wouldn't that kill you? Oh, haven't you watched the YouTube video? Could you imagine that coming out your butthole? <laughs> I mean, I, well, I, okay. I'll i have like a jerk, a hot, spicy jerk sauce oh my on God. and I'm in pain. It measures nine mil on the Scoville, so it is three times hotter than the hottest chili pepper. Oh, this one's nine million. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, my Lord. How do, that's incredible. How does that? I don't know. I don't know how they bake that in there. I don't know. The, the, the pepper people could tell us. There are pepper people. You are correct. 
It's a whole community. That sounds like it's something that ought to be behind glass with uh, with the razors. With the Sudafed. With the Sudafed. <laughs> the razors. They're a lock cage. But don't worry. The Tannerite's right on the shelf. Yeah, the Tannerite's and the ammo is right there for you. Go for it. <laughs> uh, the Tide Pods. You can eat a Tide Pod, idiot. The only neutralizing factor on a Scoville gummy bear is a Tide Pod. Uh, that's that's amazing. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. How far into the uh, Baraboo toilet paper scandal did you? We just read this story. Oh. And talked about how Does anybody you'd wa- think they'd be more chill out in Baraboo. They got... Thank you. Amazing scenery. They have easy access to Gem City Pizza. Driftless Glen, all the gin you can drink. You know, and yeah, sky high, but yeah, they're um, racist Nazis. It's just bizarre. Ring the bell. (laughs) Let's spend 10 minutes talking about the good parts of Baraboo. Right. Totally. Like, how do you live in that beauty and you're all like, man, I sure do hate me some colored people. Baraboo. Jesus Christ. Baraboo Country Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, balanced Rock Winery. Oh, yeah. Uh, What's the brewery up there? Tumbled Rock. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a new one going in. Did you know, you know the old quick trip at uh, the intersection there and the, the old 12? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, poo-poo my brewery information. <laughs> Uh, we're across from the Taco Bell there on the corner of the old Quick Trip. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, they had to move it over there by the Taco Bell. It got too busy. But that is, uh, I know for a fact, oh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say anything. That's going to be a tap house. Ooh. I think it was, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, auto repair or something? Or auto parts something after the Quick Trip? Uh, uh, I won't say who's going to run it because maybe I'm not supposed to say anything. But uh, famous dude from the Dells. I think he's famous. Bought it and they're going to turn it into a tap house. Well, you know, Isn't it great? We, More beer. <laughs> I cannot believe the amount of beer we drink. I'm really proud of you guys. Thank you. Uh, if you've had time to absorb the toilet paper story, uh, several Baraboo High School athletes and their families calling for the firing of athletic director Jim Langkamp. That Jim's never heard his name on the radio so much. James. <laughs> And two other men to be charged criminally after the men attempted uh, an illegal citizen's arrest. Right. And, it's never, you're not allowed to do it. And, I don't even know why it's a thing. And threaten the boys with a flamethrower on an act of vigilante justice against them because they're about to toilet paper. <laughs> the three men, Len Camp, John Kohler. He's the, John Kohler's the only one that got charged, I believe. Mm-hmm. He's the guy with the flamethrower. Yeah. And William Bowden were arrested early Thursday. Police recommended charges. Sanctuary recklessly endangering safety, disorderly conduct, false imprisonment. Sark County District Attorney Michael Albrecht declined to file charges against Lancamp Bowden by charging Kohler with disorderly conduct of uh, misuse of a deadly weapon. Flamethrower. I don't know what kind of flamethrower. There's so many flamethrowers out there. You've got the the, the low uh, kind of output kind. You know, you do the... Uh, uh, the grass burning, you know, that you just mm-hmm. just kind of the flames. That's the flame that I comes up. Right, not very scary. And then you've got the double tank. You go whoosh. Right. Remember the scene in uh, what would that have been? Lethal Weapon Three, where the opening scene was the guy in, a, in an armored suit with a flamethrower, mm-hmm. and the only way they stopped him was to blow him over the tanker full of gas. What a great scene in cinema history. <laughs> 
the court granted a temporary restraining order against Langkamp on behalf of one of the boys with more families requesting restraining orders. Right. So these uh, high school dudes. See, I gotta, I gotta goad somebody from Baraboo to give me some, give up some good gossip. Where's the ring camera footage, dude? Ooh, I love the ring. I know. Four or five of the boys involved in the incidents. Uh, uh, four of the five boys involved in the incident are students of color. Yeah, uh, that's a problem because the only one that was allowed to stand was white. And, <laughs> and they told Madison three sixty five there may have been a racial element in how the incident played out. Um, so they they were driving down a road, evidently to TP a house. That's toilet paper for you people. We're uh, homecoming week in Baraboo, a time when teens typically play pranks. Now, oh, it, it, the house had recently been toilet papered. Ah, they were driving by; it had already been toilet papered. Oh, see, that's important. Yeah. Uh, the time of the toilet papering, ma'am, yeah. is critical it's to important the and, time yes. timeline. Mm-hmm, of the-, mm-hmm. uh, the boys then saw Kohler standing on his lawn dressed in military-style clothing, which is quite usual, and a flashlight in one hand and a flamethrower. <laughs> this is not good. Uh, Bowden, one of the neighbors, later told police the flame shot as far as two feet. Ooh. Well, he's got the nice one. Yeah. Bowden, the uh, teenage driver, clearly did a Y turn. I might be mispronouncing his name. The end of the block intended to leave the area. But Lancap and Bowden, who live in the block, stopped in front of the car to prevent the car, got everybody on the ground and said, citizens arrest. They were screaming profanities. I know. I can't play. The the one dude was screaming profanities at the kids. I have a clip. I can't play it. You have a clip of the screaming? Yes. Oh, man. Uh, Profane and abusive language. But I would lose my FCC license. You're a grown-ass man. What are you doing harassing high school kids? The boys say all three men were flashing, shining flashlights in their eyes, making it difficult for the boys to see. Shining the boys, shut the effing engine off now. Put the keys where he effing told you to. Get out of the effing car. Blah, blah. F you. F me. F everybody. Bowden was panicking. Strode to put the car in park. Turn it off. Took the keys out. And right. uh, I heard he'd been in the military, so I wasn't sure what kind of authority he had over us. Said a typical high school person. They stopped the car. They were shoving their hands in the car, yeah. like trying to grab the keys. Right, right. Maybe they're allergic to toilet paper. Maybe they're psycho. Is this the actions of sound, rational men? What? Name me one person that you hang out with that hangs out in their lawn in military gear with their flamethrower. <laughs> Nothing weird there. Fetish? Power trip. And whatever. He's a psycho, Val. I got, I got. They didn't let me in the military. I had a flat foot and asthma. They didn't let me in the military. <laughs> I, had I, 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 I had a droopy eyeball. They didn't let me in the military. I got a fly helicopter. I got a droopy eyeball. Um, mm. the, there were some uh, accusations of smoking ganja. Oh, that's a... That's a reason to stop a carload of teens and throw some flames at them. The boys say Kohler and Bowden both told them they were being lawfully detained in a citizen's arrest. Not a thing. Until police arrived. Another neighbor, well, especially now that I know the toilet the TP had already happened. Mm-hmm. They didn't even get him in a crime. No. Which TP, okay. Crime. It's homecoming. Calm down. Calm down, lawman. Jesus Christ. Citizens' arrests are not legal in Wisconsin. Uh, neighbor Jane Getchman uh, captured video in her, in her bathrobe, I assume. 
<laughs> right? Beginning only after the Jeep, the Jeep was stopped. According to the, oh, I'm not decent, Fred, but I've got to get this. This is a moment in Baraboo history. You shut up. Let him be. According to the video, the confrontation lasted about three minutes. The video is too dark to identify individuals. Uh, but Gutchman uh, told police she could distinguish the voices. Uh, now, Kohler's daughter, the, guy, the uh, uh, dude with the flamethrower, his daughter came out and implored her father to stop yelling and let the boys go. because she knew God, the, Dad, stop it. She knew the dudes. A lawyer and the other boy who'd fled were able to walk to her friend's house nearby. Word spread quickly among the boy's friends. A teammate on the football team is the son of a police officer and advised the boys to call the cops. Yeah. Now, Kohler is, uh, told police it was Long Camp who stopped the car. And Kohler initially denied using a flamethrower and denied ordering the boys to the knees. We have video evidence to the contrary. Yeah, he sounds like a real dickbag. Lang Camp told police it was he who calmed the situation down. The yeah, boy, he said he was going to de-escalate. The, bo- the boys dispute this and the daughter de-escalated. Right. It's, it's possible that the grown-ups in this story are the awful ones. <laughs> Military gear flamethrower. Right. Uh, now, uh, I could see this if you did it right uh, with a wink as a nod to like, uh, what was that semen uh, scene in? Uh, semen. Home- That's, there was no semen in. <laughs> there was no semen in Home Alone, the reference I was about to make. <laughs> oh. Uh, the scene in Home Alone where, uh, uh, what was Kevin's uh, older uh, brother's name? The, uh, the one with the weird haircut. Buzz. Oh, Buzz. Where Buzz goes, see that old man? He kills his victims and puts them in the the, the barrel of salt, and then he he salts his driveways with the bodies of the dead victims that he killed. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I do so remember that. If he, if this dude uh, Kohler would have played it right, he could have been the scary dude in in the army outfit with a flamethrower, whose road and cul-de-sac you never drove down on Halloween, mm-hmm. because he burned his victims alive with a flamethrower. Right. That instead, been a, he's just a instead shouting weirdo. <laughs> instead, he's nuts. Right. <laughs> he's actually nuts. Uh, what do I'm researching does, him right now? Does anybody? Oh, I know what you're doing. You're very good at this. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody. Yep. All right. I done found him. Um. Yeah. He he looks like the guy you would think would do something like that. He's got a square jaw. Oh yeah. yeah, I know that look. Um, <laughs> yeah, look at him. Now, Long Camp is the athletic director. He got a young girlfriend. I can relate to that. Can you? Uh, the boys. Does are... your wife know? <laughs> 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 nope. She's been no. I've had her drugged for four years. Well, that explains some things. Yep. She hasn't had a lucid thought in five years. It's fantastic. Uh, I was uh, scared. i got to wrap this up. I'm running late. Uh, I was scared they were going to hurt John or me. Blah, blah. It doesn't feel right. Blah, blah. They all feel well. Lang Camp should resign as athletic director. All the boys in the Jeep are football players. Participate in other sports as well. Lang Camp, the athletic director. Uh, we don't want Mr. Lang Camp to be my athletic director anymore. All right, let me see if I got some gossip here. I love gossip. I do too. Hello. I'm Johnny, how do you know when your girlfriend's getting fat? How's that? It's when she fits into your wife's clothes. Oh, good. Son of a bitch. I, 
Uh, Gossip Hotline, hello. Hey, do either one of you know your blood type? Uh, I, I, I... How the hell do we remember names from movies, but we don't know our blood type? I know mine because the freaking Red Cross incessantly emails me oh, wanting blood. Take it. That's beer money. I can. I do drugs. <laughs> uh, does anybody... I feel like we we have to take... Uh, whose side are you on here? So call me and give me an opinion. <laughs> I'm siding with the kids. I'm heavily siding with the children in this. Uh, that it's is your, so psychotic. It is your constitutional right as a teenager to toilet paper. Well, they weren't even going to toilet. We, we right. don't even know why the we, hell they stopped them. We don't even know who toilet papered the house. Right. It probably wasn't them. And They could have been coming to see her daughter. It's homecoming week. It's a car full of kids. Let them drive around. There's no reason to scare those kids like that unless... Those kids were actually threatening your house or your daughter yep. or whatever, which was not the case. I mean, to, to force those kids out yeah, and make yeah, yeah. them sit on the that's, on their knees on the ground—that's the work of a psycho. That's completely psychotic. Now imagine if one of these. Uh, oh, if that was my kid, I'd lose my mind. Imagine if one of these adults were armed and one of those kids right. lunged or right. tripped or whatever you think he was going to do right. to you. Somebody could have got shot. We got a dead kid now, right? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. uh, Here, shortest survey ever. Like I said. Nobody's nobody's talking because they're scared of John. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I don't want to get get flamethrowered. The scuttlebutt around town (laughs) is that the kids in that car were part of the distraction. Ah. There's supposedly like 40-some kids at this neighborhood because yeah. there was two or three houses they're all going to hit. Okay, gotcha. So the kids they, in the they, front of the house were causing okay. a diversion so the kids in the back a TP everybody. Wow. So, so uh, this is all over toilet paper. Lane Camp knew that the vigilante TPers were out in force and they were putting a stop to it. I think so. Okay. That's now, the scuttlebutt around town. Alright. Uh, Thank you. I knew you would have the gossip up there. How is, uh, how, whose side are you on? Oh, I'm definitely on the kid's side. Okay, cool. Now, do you I think... I up for my niece because I know she had... My mom bought her a 30-pack oh, oh. of toilet paper. <laughs> and she, it, wouldn't, it, it, it wouldn't fit in her trunk because oh. she already had three 36-packs Oh, my trunk. God, they're doing work. That's phenomenal. That is so, phenomenal. That's where we have a TP shortage again. All right. All right. Yeah. All right, thanks, dude. Bye. One for the kid. Two for the Do kids. It. Two for two for the kids. Hello. Hey, what those guys did was wrong. All he had to do was stand there with that thing on his back. It, they would have intimidated him enough. Yep, one hundred percent. And he would have been legend. It's like, dude, don't go, right. don't go down that road on Halloween. I mean, I, he, we've got an issue with speeders on our road, and I've stood in my driveway with a rifle. <laughs> Good shoot them. Shoot those bastards. I don't need to go to prison. Right. But Standing there is enough. People just, we, we've got, I made a couple signs up. My neighbor has one and I have yeah, one. Yeah. People, they just redid the road and people go through there so fast. It's just ridiculous. Would you like to see Langkamp, the athletic director, who is part of the Psycho 3, uh, lose his athletic director position? Uh, I think they should slap his hand. 
what kind of history does he have? That's they well, should look at that right. too. That's the one. Yeah, that's you, you know, it's interesting as a as uh, somebody on the payroll, somebody who is you know um, in charge of kids, whatever you want to call it, uh, a mentor, whatever you want to call it, would react like that to kids when I'm sure I thought we were teaching de-escalation or a human a, a, a human you side. You can't reach in a car and start pulling people out. Uh, you know, for no reason. I no. mean, just because they look like they're going to do something. Right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm against that. Right. Yeah. 100%. I don't like scaring the shit out of people, but I mean, that's, that's making it too I, 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 I'm shocked they didn't see once it was the kids. And and they probably knew him. I'm sure Landcam knew him. Yeah, right. Because like a couple of the kids. Why didn't you just say, "Hey, actually play sports for you him"? Knuckleheads, get out of here. Go home before the right. before the cops show up. Yeah, I don't know about losing a job, but they should do something. Obviously, that does um, not sound yeah. like a rational thinking man. What was going on? That it was so nuts over there. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. What, maybe yeah, we're I missing mean, something. I don't know. The parents say they've requested restraining orders against all three men. Oh, and no. we don't know. They haven't been granted as as of Sunday. Uh, Langkamp yeah, was not. Like- okay, thanks, dude. Langkamp was not present at any of the homecoming activities on Friday or Saturday. Superintendent Dr. Uh, Rainey Briggs, not a man or a woman. Told Madison 365 Lane Campus on non-disciplinary administrative leave. Right, he's on vacation. <laughs> Pending the, uh, he's fishing and rice-like. Probably on his way here. <sighs> With a flamethrower. <laughs> I'm going to get those meddling kids if it's the last thing I do. Uh, nobody was talking about until Danger brought that out. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? So, toilet papering is like thinned out pieces of tree, and you chuck it up. <laughs> At the tree, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. How's the tree supposed to feel about that? <laughs> well, listen. Uh, you know, it's one of those guys. You know, you know what he sounds like? Uh, uh, Kohler sounds like one of those guys that, you, uh, you know, the people that burn their house down when they try to flamethrower a spider? Mm-hmm. And they burn their trailer down? Don't tell me he's trying to flamethrower TP out of a tree. I ain't, I ain't going to buy that. Uh, no, I ain't either. Uh, we, uh, I, when I lived in New Glarus, uh, my house got toilet papered all the time. I know it was those little pricks in Belleville. I know it was. And I know where you live. You're all grown up now and I know where you live. It's a weird hobby. <laughs> uh, I've got an index file of all the, <laughs> of all the little children that TP'd, TP'd my house and I'm going to kill you one at a time. <laughs> Ah, oh, good times. Let good. it go, bro. Let good, it go. Good times. Good times. Uh, so, I, 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 you, you know, intent? I don't know. Did this guy want to roast a teenager? I doubt it. I don't know. I mean, that that's... That seems extra violent. Dude, let's talk for... about, let's talk about uh, phys ed teachers. Did you ever have a creepy phys ed teacher? Oh, yeah. We had one, but it was junior high. He was not only uh, that, he was our art teacher. <laughs> Flamer. Okay, there's no way. Yeah. First of all, art teachers are a special breed of people. Well. And there's no way. This guy's pulling double duty. No, he he had I to be terrible liked, at one of those. Well, he, he was a great art teacher. Uh, uh, Bad Fayed teacher? Well, Fayed was dodgeball and archery. I mean, we didn't have anything gone. We, we were just we just threw balls at that each other. That seems like something an art teacher would make you do. <laughs> 
<laughs> we had nothing. We had nothing going on. But yeah, he was uh, definitely weird. Our shop guy, pff, Vietnam vet, stoner, checked out, dude. I mean, checked the right. f out. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, Where do you think I learned all my skills? <laughs> right. He's the man that taught me to not give a crap. I'm going to help you sandpaper that bong, boy. Come on away. Uh, yeah, we had a weird one in middle school. But then I like I had a really awesome health and wellness teacher yeah. in high school. She was great. Um, yeah, just the one weirdo. I feel like the... I feel like at the end of the day... We're lucky nobody got hurt mm-hmm. or ran over or roasted or marshmallowed or stabbed or shot or whatever. I feel like we're lucky. For sure. And I know you think, well, you're over-dramatizing the thing because you're a, you're a radio disc jockey. But, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's how this stuff starts. Idiots with army fatigues on. Yeah. Just calm the hell down, dude. Chill out. Neighborhood uh, General Patton? What are you doing up there? Chill out. Yeah, chill out. Dude, you better have king-size candy bars for Halloween or the whole neighborhood's going to hate you. I'm going to shut that street down. (laughs) Who wants to go down that street? You get flamethrowered. Nobody. So, I don't know. uh, uh, Coming from a, a, and I did some TPing. I did some. I did some TPing in my day and uh, never got shot at, never got yelled at. We were good. We were um, good at TPing. Well, you know, the Ho Chunk Nation is asking for an official investigation because they're alleging uh, race issues. Uh huh. Because there was a tribe member involved. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, true colors coming out. I mean, some people, so one of the kids said, I didn't think there was racial motivation at the time, but looking back now, the more I hear about it and the more I'm looking back on the story, if I were to look at it from an outside view, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's definitely racist. Yeah. Yeah. For the one white kid? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It could be that they didn't know the white kid and they knew the other kids. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But there is, I, whatever. Yeah, that might be. That one might be hard to prove. I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, you know, what happens in Baraboo, I guess, stays in Baraboo. But, you know, there's been uh, evidence. There has been some evidence. There was a high school picture taken. Well, and then that that school has, there's a lawsuit of a woman of color, a child of color mm-hmm. uh, that was getting racial slurs lobbed at them and mm-hmm. nothing was done about it. And that's, listen to me when I tell you that that is a common thing in schools, okay? And they aren't really doing anything about it. Boy, uh, boy, I'm starting to remember, weren't they going to appoint somebody after the Heil Hitler picture came out to... Uh, the racist czar? Um, yeah, look into that. Am I, I cr- crazy? I don't know. Our attention span's too short. I didn't get any follow-up <laughs> on that. It's true. Oh, I got to wrap this up. I got to go. Hey, the superintendent is a black guy. Rainy uh, something. Oh, that's who I talked about. Yeah, Rainy. Okay, so he's a black dude. Yeah. All right. All right. Gotcha. Yep. All right. Thanks. I don't know if he got hired after the Nazi thing or yeah. before. Right. I don't know how long he's been. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's stomping out Nazism in Baraboo. There we go. All right, dude. Yeah. All right, bud. Thanks. Later. Bye. How's it going? 
Everybody just needs to take a chill pill. Everybody <laughs> needs to calm down. Just deep breath. Have a few shots. See, this always mm-hmm. happens when the Packers start to lose. All right, thanks. Hi, how's it going? Hey, I heard the white kid wasn't made to kneel. That's why they're calling racism. That's yeah. what I read that as well. Yeah. The, the white kid did not get put down. So yeah, you, you, uh, to, to the point, thank you. That's accurate. Hello. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. I know everybody's on drugs. <laughs> and that concludes <laughs> Flamethrower Theater. Dude, right? Insane. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.